what's up everybody this is talking through the shit i'm pete and this is ryan we got ryan here today hey get hook get hook uh it's juneteenth and what did you do today ryan <laughs> Uh, we went antiquing for the culture. <laughs> what we did. I mean, I don't know what you did for the culture, but it probably wasn't exercising your right to do entirely white shit. Dude, it, that is astoundingly white. Yeah, the freedom of antiquing is one that was, I'm pretty sure. It's like you have all, all this IKEA furniture from like superior whites. The most efficient ones, the, the Japanese of the white people. Yeah, right. And then you go and get the old shit from like, uh, like the fucking uh, Mayflower or whatever. <laughs> I'll show you, I'll show you a picture of the Johnny Walker uh, like decanter we got. Oh, you got a oh, dude, like a. a it is one awesome, an awesome vintage piece. Uh, you drop you know, an embarrassing amount of money on it. Uh no, a whole uh six dollar. Look at that. Damn. Yeah, yeah. That looks just like uh for like cr like creamer. Like it doesn't look yeah, like it's, it's huge though. It's oh. uh, it's it's like this. Yeah. It's got a top and everything too. Yeah, you don't know where the table or my bottom hand is for reference, but uh, it's pretty much it's pretty much to the eye line of a grown man. Eye line <laughs> of a grown man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In front of him, which is <laughs> yeah to 20 mm -hmm. something like that yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah for sure okay so okay so uh uh i don't know if you know this uh juneteenth made famous by donald trump <laughs> see i feel like uh it was a couple of years ago i think most of the people like i knew that learned it like a new were either from me directly because yeah the talk um and there was the Juneteenth episode of Blackish that like made people be like, wait, so that's like a real thing? Y'all got a day where like we're the last of you were informed about slavery? <laughs> yeah, it's not even like, oh, that's the day they were emancipated. It's yeah. not emancipation day. No, no. It was like, oh no, that's when they like told yeah, the rest of them. What? I was, I was doing some reading. It's like emancipation day is January 1st. Like it's like Today's the day we're we're putting a stop to this," said Lincoln. Mm -hmm. January first, <laughs> seven years prior. It's like it's, like it's years, like, years later. It's like, oh, we forgot Texas. We left yeah. Texas on the burner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not like it was from January to June. It was like, no, it was it was many Junes later. In <laughs> uh, the as southern as Texas, Texas is, they are very west. I mean, like it's like y'all was hiding that shit. It's not like like Georgia or, or Virginia or anything. <laughs> it's like fuck, dude. That was an easy. Well, not a. <laughs> it's a huge state. You ever drive through it? It's crazy. Uh, yeah, no, it's the size of like most of Europe, like together. <laughs> dude, Europe is tiny. It really is, and like before we get too far into anything, one thing I'll say is uh. As Americans, we are very lucky that we can like road trip from yeah. one place to a vastly different place, like you know, in our like still within the same borders. So like you don't have to have a bunch of extra shit to go from like we Miami to LA to New York, which is pretty fucking cool. And we're speaking um, like relatively the same language. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although there's some southern people who's like, what the what? Well, yeah, I didn't mean go through the south. I meant teleport to Miami. And yeah. then up to New York, and then when you drive, put up like a cutout of a white guy. 
<laughs> oh man, fucking hey, dude. Okay, so like, I, I, it's cool that everyone's learning about it, but like, there is like a disproportionate amount of white people posting. This is what Juneteenth is. <laughs> this is did you? Know? Well, you know what? They're excited. They like just learned this year that there's this thing that they have. They're like, wait. So this has been systematically hidden from us. Like, well, no. Like, you have to purposefully teach history. One can purposefully hide it. Yeah. Uh, but like, well, I mean, if you really want to know, you could have found out. It's just yeah. like I found out. Was it like last year? They weren't saying it on Twitter. Well, yeah. Is what you mean? I, yeah, like I found out last year about the um the black national anthem mm. don't ask me what it is i don't know the name or what it sounds like wow really yeah no i've never i think i'm like i was like oh and then i googled it and played it i'm like well that's enough of that <laughs> like, okay yeah we pin it at the end of the episode for everyone who doesn't know yeah, and once you hear it you'll be like oh it's that song uh, like i i saw a scene about a black church one time in a movie and this is the song they conjured they didn't play it but uh all the imagery i get yeah. this is this is definitely what they were thinking it's like what you say when you say black dog and it's like oh what's that it's a led zeppelin song you know the one it's like you yeah, know yeah. Say the way you move you know like you know the one and then they play yeah. it. oh that's like oh yeah it's called black dog oh my glasses they're british and british just you know <laughs> anything anything to take a jab at you know Oh, they are. They were prolific, weren't they? Um, but realism at, at its finest. Um, yeah, but we've had a super duper Juneteenth. Yeah. Then. Now, what did you get? Yeah, I mean, do most well, do most black people celebrate it? Um, m- most of the ones that I know. But the thing is, because it's a big it's a big holiday in in Texas and like Oklahoma, because of course Oklahoma, um, where you know Black Wall Street was bombed, uh, the Tulsa massacre, and also yeah. Um, and yeah, also. and it happened right before. Uh, yeah, okay. So white people like just learned about that this year. I'll get back to that. That that I feel okay, yeah. is a little more heinous. Um, but yeah, so in Texas because that's where you know Juneteenth actually happened, yeah. and I have a bunch of Texan family. Like that's why I knew oh, growing okay. up as a kid. Um, LA has an okay celebration, uh, but Denver actually has the biggest uh, Juneteenth celebration uh, outside of. Texas because of like there was a black renaissance here uh, that pretty much coincided with the Harlem renaissance everyone who like left the east coast didn't get as far as California they came <laughs> to Denver and we're like one of the biggest you know jazz states in the world if you can believe that as well uh, so Denver has always had a huge Juneteenth celebration we went last year and took the kids Ashanti performed uh, the mayor was on stage with yeah no like it's a real real thing here and that shit is free you get to see Ashanti foe free and people are like what is this and then like you can't live in Denver for long without knowing because of course you see this huge celebration you're like what's a Juneteenth and then you get to educate people in like a super fun way like oh yes that thing Ashanti did yeah so that's hmm I did yeah, yeah I've, I've never heard of like a uh I, I mean any kind of renaissance in Denver, much less a black renaissance. I, I know the Harlem Renaissance. Yeah, I think they call it they call it the Harlem of the West, yeah. which I mean, it's kind of whack. Like I would call it like, oh, it's the Zambia of America. Like I would go all out if I were coming because you get to come up with a name. It's not like somebody else dubbed that shit. It's America. You got to say it. Yeah. No, it's it's silly. Like uh, how how much you don't know about a culture that is entirely like. 
it, it's American culture. Like the, the like African people in Africa, they don't celebrate Juneteenth. They've been free forever. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to assume <laughs> that mo- some of them. Yeah, been- people in Johannesburg are are pissed right now, and you know we have a lot of listeners in Johannesburg. Like, yeah. motherfucker, that was Snoop Dogg released the album, and then we got freedom. <laughs> like, it was not that long ago. Snoop, dude, it's crazy, like, how recent uh, 1864 is. I mean, it's wild. It's like, oh, two 80-year-olds died back-to-back, and it's like, that's <laughs> and oh. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know an 80-year-old. This is my grandma. She's about, I mean, I don't know if she's going to die, but she's yeah. Like I think at the beginning of her life, like her, like someone else. It's like it's really, really recent. Oh, just about too old. I mean, my grandfather, like when I talked to him, he's like, yeah, you know, my dad, he was a sharecropper because they were recently freed. And he's like, damn, like, that's wow, that's wild. Uh, how old are you again? How old am I? I don't know history. Like, <laughs> or as <laughs> I know history well, but I'm not great with time. And you could also never tell black people how old they are. <laughs> <laughs> impossible i'm not I, I, you know some things are true my grandfather's almost 80 he still wears women's sunglasses because he said they make him look flyer and they do that. i mean he knows how to wear <laughs> <laughs> like he's not going willy-nilly through the things he he, he knows which ones to pick out yeah he's an 80 year old man who wears uh, clout goggles swear yeah, to god but like i mean they're they that works for his face. He still knows what's up. So who did that? You know, I gotta oh, give it to him. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain also did that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what that's all clout goggles are. Literally, they were Kurt Cobain's glasses. I think it did. He still were like that's cool. Did Cobain steal anything from black people that you can? I mean, uh, the blues chord progression for like about a girl and no <laughs> shit like that. But like, uh, yeah, no. I mean, just, I, I feel like he was. I I feel like that was a. I mean, aside from like rock and roll, you know, being black to begin with, but we'll say like that's pretty far removed at that point. We're yeah. gonna give it to him. white people. Kind of took up the reins of rock and roll. You know, you guys got it right. That was you at that point. Was, uh, was, I think what he did was uniquely white. I will say, like, yeah. Well, I mean, think about where it came from. Is Washington? <laughs> yeah, like, like, nah. This ain't your daddy's rock and roll. This ain't the blues. This is I am depressed. It's and still I'm, raining somehow. Going, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. You know how hard it is to catch rainwater to mix your hair with? <laughs> it's really hard. If you're under a bridge, less hard. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. I'm in a house. I got to go outside. It's sad. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of this kid. I, You know who he is, too, but I won't say his name. <laughs> Once we were at... <laughs> Oh, we were at a taco spot, and that's where I met him um, for, I don't know, you make up a reason. We'll dub it over later. Uh, and <laughs> he had a bag of limes that he'd taken from the Mexican restaurant. I was like, what the fuck is that about? He's like, oh, yeah, you can use it to cut your shit before, you know, you, like, load it into something. I was like, you live a very depressing life. Um <laughs> B- before you load it into the plunger, apparently you can cut it with. First of all, that sounds like it would burn so badly. I don't know if the step is lime straight into the thing and then you're on. I don't really know. I didn't ask too many questions. So I was just like, that's sad. I gotta go. Maybe it's it's bypassing the skin so it doesn't sting as. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, 
imagine that your veins are in great shape after that. <laughs> yeah, I've never looked into it, and I don't want to go on some type of list if I Google it. So, no, you know, it'll have to be a very sad mystery. Yeah. Oh yeah, going back to the um, uh, bombing of Black Wall Street. Oh, the fun stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what? <laughs> okay, so Black Wall Street. What? Like what? Uh huh. Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> Why? So yeah, after uh, slavery ended, there was a a big, you know, the great the great diaspora. So there was a black diaspora. Yeah. Uh, I am a, a lucky product of that. Most families from Louisiana moved to Los Angeles or Michigan. So that's where my people came from. Uh, they went from the south to L.A. So ha ha ha. And then um, a lot of them went directly north. So that would be like Ohio, Michigan, uh, Oklahoma. Um, okay. And created pretty much black settlements, right? Yeah. So they would get like even, you know, some could reclaim like old slaveholders land who like died and stuff, but mostly they gave that to white folks. But they just pretty much they give them shitty parts, right? Like, you know, we were on a road trip, we th- drew we drove through New Mexico and they're like, Oh, this is this is all um they were like, This is all the land of these tribes, and then they break it up. And each indigenous nation had their peace, but it was all bullshit land. Like the land sucked, and I'm sorry, say, indigenous people. You're gonna say this? This is the Harlem of the South. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was yeah, it was truly the the Mozambique uh, during transition from Rhodesia of the southwestern plains. A lot of uh, look all that shit up. Boom. Uh, <laughs> you're getting you're way over the head of our list. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, really. We're over our own. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I'm way up my ass. Uh, So they created black settlements. One of them was Smithtown. That's where the other side, my dad's side of the family come from, the sharecroppers. Um, So anyway, they created these settlements and some of them became prosperous because they could really only work and buy things uh, to a certain degree within their own communities, right? So that's why you hear people say things like, oh, like segregation is a terrible, black people are actually more pop- prosperous under segregation. Like, yeah, and that's true to a degree for some places that had places like a black Wall Street. But like, that wasn't true on a whole. It's not like we had, <laughs> we just had Wakandas in pockets of America. <laughs> like it didn't really go down that way. Why would they let that happen? Uh, they didn't, they blew one the fuck up um, and it was called the Tulsa Massacre. I mean, they literally dropped Molotovs from from their crop dusting planes and uh, just burned this place down to the ground. They killed 300 uh, people at least, um, you know, all black souls. They they did their job. I can't believe Atlanta got back to being something of a black Hollywood because they uh, yeah they destroyed the uh, like black epicenter of uh, of Atlanta as well around the same time. So. Yeah, it's just something that happens when you create a second class. It becomes pretty much free game to terrorize them. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Atlanta, you hear what happened with the with the police down there? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about the the walkouts, boohoo, or are you talking about a uh, Rayshard Rayshard book Brooks, real okay. boohoo? I, I mean, we could talk about both. Uh, yeah, the race. I I saw Rayshard his um. It was like a a video of him talking about being on probation mm-hmm. and trying to, he's, I mean, talking about like, I have three kids, I'm happily married and he's just trying to get, you know, <laughs> I, 
I how portentous a video for him to have made like six months ago, right? It was like foreshadowing. It was so yeah. Funny. And he was pretty much saying like they, they gonna get me no matter what, y'all man. Like I'm built to stay in the system and try to do the right thing. Yeah, Let's yeah. see how it turns out. And then like the next time he's on video, it's uh his death. Yeah. It, it seemed like it was going pretty well when he was like, "Hey, I'll do whatever y'all want. Yeah. I'll be in as compliant as fuck." And then. The next video is I, now mean, they're fighting. What happened in between? Yeah. And you know what? Fuck it. We don't need to know. But bang, bang, bang. And uh, when when they said what happened is like he was. I think he was drunk and he fell asleep in the line mm-hmm. at Wendy's. Remember yeah. that? Remember that yeah. one year we were. <laughs> it was it was New Year's Eve and we were in line at Del. <laughs> I think Del Taco or something. <laughs> yeah. One guy fell asleep. It was, and it uh-huh. was quite enough. Like where yeah. You, where you're like, oh, we don't have to worry about him. I no, mean, you don't get shot for that kind of shit happening. I just went up and smacked his window. And just, <laughs> yeah. He was holding up the line. I was hungry and it was late. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we shot that dude in the back a bunch. We should, I don't know if you ever tell that part of the story, but never forget. Said, Try it. And he did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's crazy. Well, we are. He reached for my spent taser, though. And we all know how tasers work. Once you shoot a cartridge, I that mean, cartridge still works to be reshot a bunch. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine he knew that. Being, no, I'm joking. They don't work that way. No, no, I no, I I I, I <laughs> oh. like, they don't they don't work after they're spent because like they're a projectile barb type with a with a Yeah, I'm assuming he didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, he don't know that. Think about think about what's going through his head at, at that time. He's like, Okay, the cops have me. I'm and and, and what else? I've I've been uh arrested for drunk driving so like i kind of get where he's coming from it's like oh this is a deep deep hole i've dug oh yeah and he's already on probation um i've 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 run for lesser things (laughs) so i mean i've run because i will tell you what because i heard a sound in a hallway (laughs) yeah no i have run from a police officer because i figured i could outrun him by the way, dude, you never caught me. So I was right. But he also didn't shoot me, yeah. which for some reason under our current system, he would have been well within his rights to do. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what what do we do about all that? Because like he, he did reach for the table, but he's probably he's panicking because his life is falling apart in front of his, his eyes, you know? So I'd what, say seeing as it's a non-lethal form, even if, say, there was a fresh cartridge in there, yeah. and the worst-case scenario is you could be tased, that is a much better outcome than, than you know, taking someone's life and yeah. then someone having to burn the city down I to get it. you fired and charged. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And you got to think, he had been, we'd all been inundated with this for weeks. You got to be on edge thinking, all right, the one thing I need to do when I go out tonight, the one thing. Don't shoot a not- black. <laughs> don't shoot a black. Right? <laughs> like, like, okay, don't shoot a black guy in the back. All right? You got to remember, David, David, okay? All right? <laughs> Could have made it better if he said the N-word. Well, he- <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. All the guys are, don't say the n Don't say yeah. the And then he just, bah, fires it right off. Fucking like idiot. Dude, that would have. I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't. It's. I, it's goddamn baffling. It's. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What else do you say? It's like, <laughs> take the fucking city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know. Yep. You know what, guys? Burn it down. They. Uh... So, 
these cops i mean i i've been i've i've been discussing this with a lot of people it's like what what benefit do you have from like cops from outside of the city i don't know where these guys are from but i imagine they're not probably living in atlanta yeah they're not from zone six that's yes. for sure <laughs> six dude i didn't know there were zones uh uh yeah you know what yeah as a californian zones and wards all sound scary to me you know what first thing we should do is rename them districts or i don't know like spots or whatever but that just sounds scary three pictures is like a very there we go right japanese it's it's yeah best case scenario for like a zone (laughs) yeah and then people can't claim it they can't be like i'm from prefecture nine you'd be like (laughs) yeah you're whack and they'd be like you know what i need a new i need a new gang thing Uh, we can't guys you sound long light yeah if you know what it yeah, we, we misspell it every time we tag it. It's just, it's a real problem. That was a perfect <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we're having, we're having too many laughs for the topic we're discussing, but at this point, I like, it's, I feel like I need to be able to laugh. I've lived sir. my life in a fear that no one believed, and now all of a sudden everyone believes it, and it's kind of fucking funny to me, so. Here we are. This is all it takes is <laughs> multiple black people being shot on camera <laughs> yeah, yeah. or choked to death. And really, yeah, like, I mean, like the, the best, like, say what you will about a chokehold. He has a taser and there's two of you. Mm-hmm. I think he had one. He was in the process and he was drunk. You should be you should be able to fight and like and you- subdue a human easily as a guy there are two of you you know badass the story that it also you got his car his license plate you know where it's not like you can't like he's not a fugitive who like is a terrorist you know what i mean like you're you're not or anything i would drive to his house and wait (laughs) he literally explained like dude my daughter's birthday like we drank can i play you know where he's going yeah you're gonna go see your daughter, right? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. hang out at your house. No, I th- mean, I I would go as far as to say now I don't believe this, but I feel like the best maybe they could have done is human being uh, who are police officers be like, you know what? We'll wait at his house. We'll beat him there mercilessly. All right, we'll beat the shit out of him. It'll be great, David. Um, <laughs> not one of their names is David, but it just or uh, Merman. <laughs> Furman sounds like German. <laughs> Furman sounds like German. Oh, it's Furman. Sorry, it's I'm Mark Furman. I'm thinking of Thurman Merman. You're thinking of Thurman Merman from from uh, Bad Santa. Yeah, I mean, I think about him all the I time. I wake up with that curly hair, so <laughs> head in front of me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I've I've been talking to people about the bare minimum training for cops and like. It's it's not 900 or 800 hours like that the bear like uh, most of them get more training than that like thousands like a, a few thousand hours. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like you should be a purple belt in jujitsu because a purple belt is just not a black belt yet. You have to put more time and it be a black belt, but you know and you've you've rolled and and you and like knowing that you can subdue somebody and like you have this fighting acumen right really mellow you not have to be so scared that you have to shoot yeah yeah exactly like oh i'm a deadly weapon i got that i mean in germany they make them train for like a year and a half like in like pretty much all the white countries dude (laughs) they're like you know what 
No, it would be weird if you were just like some angry dudes with guns, right? Also, <laughs> Who mean, would do that? Does Germany have a, a large concentration of black people that were once enslaved? <laughs> uh, uh, they they get mostly like African. Um, yeah, they get. They're not all refugees. Some of them are just immigrants. I almost said refugees, just cop, I, like <laughs> like just, reflexively, which is fucked up because that is not the situation but i've definitely been taught that it is they're just nigerians with uh, dress shoes and track suits on uh, yeah <laughs> where are you seeking refuge from h and m i hate to tell you it's this is home base we are you're gonna you're gonna be wearing cheap shit that falls apart immediately yeah. um we're sorry we know you like to look fly it's all h and m's here but these these cars though <laughs> <laughs> now right now those are sexy and if you pay a little more money you know what you can do drive a hundred and three hundred miles per hour oh man the autobahn yeah not 190 one three hundred bro yeah dude <sighs> yeah like i was I, and i was looking at comparable pay and like they get a little bit more money in i think it was i, I think it was either germany or um Norway. I was looking at the. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the that's the other thing. If you're gonna have people whose job is to like have your have your citizens' lives in their hands. Hold on, it's not in here. I put them all in the room. I am talking to my four year old. His son is. I put them all in your room. Affecting him. <laughs> darn it. Um, yeah, if your job is going to be to like take care of a country's citizens and like really take care of them and actually be like peace officers then it makes so much sense for them to make a real amount of money because they have a lot of responsibility and they can't shirk it by saying oh i'll just be terrible at it and then get rewarded for being terrible at it yeah like so they have a different system i've I, it's like paying paying any trade you know like you got to pay what they're worth and it's you get what you pay for yeah, and they're not paying they get paid like i think that they top out like 73 uh 73k and i mean on a, on average i looked at the salaries mm -hmm. and, like, i guess maybe starting or something like that but that's not a lot for what kind of like mental duress you're under all the time especially if you're patrolling these like uh black neighborhoods because you have to like i don't know if you have to be harsh but there's like a a mutual disrespect kind of Oh, well, they train them. That's the other thing is uh, when you were bringing up training, I was like, it's not about the hours specific, like exclusively. It's also about the type of training they get. And when you train them that like they have an enemy out there and it's the populace or a specific portion of the populace, that's super problematic. Like that, that's just a bummer. You've trained them to do the wrong thing. So, I mean, at that point, what are you going to expect? Like that's ROI. I've also heard... Um... I think it was Jocko Willink. He was on Joe Rogan. He was talking about like having public service announcements for like every, all communities. Um, but more specifically, like minority communities, like this is what you do when you, when you meet an officer, like, you know, having, having yeah. very specific. And then also on the, on the flip side, upholding that on that, on having accountability on the, on the side of the police as well. Oh yeah. And, and the other thing is, uh, okay, so their base salary, not super high. So they're motivated to either fudge entirely or inflate their overtime hours and or actually work 
a crazy amount of overtime hours to where they are even less effective or, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we won't say less effective if they're effective to terrorize, then they're doing it. Right. But you know, yeah. Being worn out at any job, I mean, is, I mean, my job is dangerous and I'm, I, you know, I just, you know, make, I'll make lights come on like that's that's all i really you know all I yeah really- and in la we're we're averaging <laughs> i swear to god we're averaging like double people's salaries in overtime so you know matching their salaries in overtime that they earn yeah, that year. Yeah, totally. like that's for lapd because like they're like oh well this is how you make more money and at the end of the day we're teaching you you deserve it you're putting your life on the line go get all that money you can because the taxpayers are going to foot the bill they have to because we have told them the world is dangerous and we're protecting you from it. Uh, there's a lot. We brought crime down. And it's like, dudes, I mean, you could also bring crime down by like not arresting people for things that like, you don't, that we don't care about and aren't like dangerous. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, like, <laughs> of course, like nonviolent drug offenses. I mean, I've heard, I've heard horror stories about like back when weed was illegal. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, in California, even like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, talk about nevada nevada used to you know it was like life so like uh i mean for sale i think it was for sale yeah and that gives them license to terrorize you because i remember so many times being stuff like fuck i have weed on me so now bro i need to be the kind of compliant where they could say hey why don't you suck all our dicks and then i won't book you for possession marijuana and i would have been like like, real quick you remember that one time we got pulled over uh, yes. Your shitty, your shitty, it's like a Honda or something like that. It was a Nissan Sentry, you dick. It was a 1989. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, the year I was born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nissan Sentra. And, uh, we hey, had, birth year Sentra. We're all gifted them when we turn, when we, we turn 18. Yeah, yeah. We had a decent amount of weed on us. It wasn't like a, a crazy amount, but we, it was like not, it was, it was in a baggie. <laughs> it was in baggie. <laughs> yeah, right. A, a baggie's amount. So not. <laughs> when we came not an escobar amount no not it wasn't a medical container or anything like that but i remember yeah, we yeah. Had it and then i was like i was in the passenger seat you were driving and i was like okay and i at that point no real notion of of uh what do you call it like like police brutality towards black people so i had no idea they kind of struck mm. but i was like i i lit a cigarette <laughs> and i was like this will cover the smell of the marijuana <laughs> Jesus Christ! They're not gonna tell me anything because I'm the white guy in the car. What are they gonna say, <laughs> <to> me, sir? <laughs> I do. I do remember that pretty brilliant tactic. Which, if I were smoking a cigarette as a car, as a cop approached my car, they'd be like, "Dude, <laughs> blah blah." <laughs> and then they'd read me rights. You've been charged with being, I don't know, a dick, and uh, you have the right to m- remain. Still, yeah, you're doing that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they're reading it off their phone. <laughs> they, haven't, <laughs> they haven't memorized the Miranda rights. No, they had they had the iPhone before we did. Yeah, before before they were released. Yeah. yeah this, was, this was, I think, maybe the first iPhone might have been out. None of us had it. We, yeah. That was back when we had flip phones. I remember the flip The first person I knew with one was Rafi and then Kyle. So... <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rafi, dude. Yeah, um, you would be a fun guest, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. dude, Rafi's a trip. Our our Egyptian friend, who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the children singer. Yeah, we can. Uh, and no. our Egyptian friend. 
Yeah, roughly. we can't, uh, we can't uh, disclose too much about him. <laughs> Some of it might be pending still. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, for nonviolent drug offenses, I've why don't we have more mental health like like get, being on heroin is never a healthy choice Men, <laughs> smoking meth all day is never a healthy choice no matter what your skin color is but like uh, yeah I, I can see why i mean and like i i think um i actually put you know non-violent drug offenses as number two on my list uh but non-violent drug offenses are first of all an issue altogether because we decided, you know what, fuck it. Instead of dealing with the issue, what we'll do is since we have an actual like, you know, monetary incentive to fill places with these folks, we'll just get these fucking idiots. First of all, they're high. They're making mistakes. We'll find them. <laughs> Damn, we got it real easy. I, I call like, uh, I, I think um, the illegalization of homelessness is fucking wild i think in the future people will be like damn so they literally instead of putting money into like housing the homeless or doing anything to fix the problem they bought furniture and architecture for outside that would make it harder to be homeless like we have benches that you can't sleep on yeah. <laughs> because, like so the people suffer harder and then have can't sleep damn they don't have homes we don't want them to be able to sleep so I, I, I was talking about something, something about like, if you get popped, if you get popped for serious shit seven times, or you go through rehab seven times, like seven full trips through like, you know, three to nine month rehabs, uh, we should just shoot you because what are you doing? <laughs> what are you, yeah. you learn like every single time, like, you know what I've, 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 that was, the, I had a synthesis of you know, just like in my youth, like, ah, oh, we should just kind of like make everything legal. But no, that doesn't, but it's like, just make it illegal to live and fuck up too much. <laughs> yeah. My synthesis is what I thought. Of. So these, I, I, I don't know if you've ever dealt with a, a, a drug addled homeless, <laughs> a mental homeless person. We've discussed that I grew up in Los Angeles, correct? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, plenty. And you know what? you learn to deal with the people on the outskirts of society real easy. Yeah. Uh, now I'm not a lady or anything. So I do think they would have a different experience with that. Like that is more of a threat for them. So like, oh, I, I do understand like that, I think is sort of different. Like my outlook is privileged in that way, but also I sort of see homeless people as, as harmless and I mean, definitively disadvantaged. So you can either attack disadvantaged people <laughs> Uh, attack like the symptoms of it or yeah. help them and we've decided systematically that we will make sure that every symptom of it uh you know drug use uh you know like mental issues them sleeping outside it's illegal to sleep in your car in la county it's illegal to sleep in your own car that you own in la county <laughs> what <laughs> what i bought it <laughs> god damn it no um what I've what I formulated as an idea is there should be a non-voluntary dry out period if if you are clearly on drugs and homeless. And there should be not prisons. It's not a prison. When I say this, it sounds like a prison. It's not a prison. <laughs> a group home that you can't leave? 
it's 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 a room made of bricks <laughs> okay so it's a prison okay see because my thing was more like was more like house arrest your thing is starting to sound a lot like prison because why's it got to be bricks dog why you can't have no art because you can't break it drywall you can break the bricks you can't Okay, well, if someone is drug addled enough to punch through their wall and escape, yeah, maybe you do something with them special. So, because that's the Hulk. <laughs> humans can't do that. Listen to me when I talk. I'm sorry. Plexiglass, Hannibal Lecter style, <laughs> where you can talk to them and put them in the Magneto cage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So, so oh my god you you, you become sober and you get them on psychiatric meds for their probable mental illness yeah. either either because uh-huh. the mental illness could either be expedited by stuff like meth or and, and generally the mental illness precludes the addiction in that case if it's someone who actually suffers yeah. from both yeah. or if you have a drug addiction that actually eats your brain enough so that you're mentally ill yeah. then well, no, and you develop the ability to punch the drywall. We got a fucking handle. People that have had bad trips on LSD and their schizophrenia was expert triggered. Triggered. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And and it's it's not like it was very it might not have been very strong before but it whoosh exponentially made it better or better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean better for you because it's entertaining. Better for the schizophrenia <laughs> germs which is what causes it. I'm not quite sure. I've done some research. I've taken some cultures. <laughs> Look, I read some books. I took some pills. I think I figured schizophrenia out. Yeah, hearing a lot of voices. There's a lot of demons. <laughs> um, I've heard of shadow shadow persons, shadow individuals. Shadow people is, I mean, if you've ever done any drugs where you've seen shadow people, I'm not saying I haven't, I'm not saying I haven't, but yeah, yeah no, it's a real problem. Just, it's a really crazy eye opener. It's like, oh, people just see this. <laughs> Some people just, yeah. This. You know what? The people who don't get through the drug treatment program after seven tries, we put them on the shadow people investigation team <laughs> to figure <laughs> out once and for all if they're real, if you can catch them. Just send them on a fool's errand. Give them and then Yeah, be like, all right, take apart this TV and it'll let you know how you can solve this problem. <laughs> the shadow people investigate. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, like there should I mean, at a certain point, people are so like certain homeless people are like wild animals a little bit you know like and it's because they they have been ostracized from society and they've found that you know what really makes it oh like not as bad it makes it bearable is doing hard drugs in the wilderness <laughs> yeah, yeah no and i mean you know what's crazy is um uh, i think it was a city in utah that first figured this out they're like oh it's actually been like half the price of enforcing, you know, homelessness being essentially illegal um, to actually just do housing first programs. And I don't know if you're familiar, a housing first program means your homeless population, you literally build housing for them and then you give them a free house. And then you know what happens after that? A lot of the precipitating problems disappear because they're not on the streets and then they have stability. And then they go do things like crazy things like get jobs, 
uh, and you know, can see their children again and shit because yeah, they're not just like crazy people insane. on the street. I'll give you that. It's all like so, but they found out like oh, they were like oh, it's actually we didn't do this because we're humanitarians because we're Mormons. They were like, turns out it's actually a lot cheaper per person. <laughs> like it just turns out the what the thing we should do is build them a spot they can live in because yeah. like there are places everywhere where you could build a place and shovel people into it and uh boom you're done with the problem yeah um there's something to be said about a sense of responsibility and if you give someone a place to up whole upkeep you know mm-hmm. after and i've heard of these places like uh just little houses little little like yeah kind of like a ta- like a little town with like one room whatever's for like you know get low shotgun houses and yeah yeah, in the middle of fucking nowhere you just have to make sure you're not on drugs like that's that's part i think that was part of it was you have to yeah a lot of them they don't do that really people got clean on their own when they weren't being watched no shit well yeah like i think yeah like i think to your point exactly human beings like crave being needed now listen, and that equals having what, responsibilities. What human beings <laughs> crave is being put in a, in a not prison <laughs> with a plexiglass little Hannibal Lecter. Not <laughs> saying that it's Hannibal Lecter's cell in a jail. <laughs> they need certain, I mean, we'll call them. God forget, forbid they punch to them. We'll call them godlike <laughs> mutant homeless people. I <laughs> will <laughs> Yeah. So my synthesis is not perfect, but I guess it's there. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's comforting to hear that like the the better you are to human beings, the better all of society gets. It's kind of nice. Right? Kind of uh, yeah. And like and it makes it like we were born to be social animals. Like we're yeah. literally born to like socialize. <laughs> so when you're ostracized from society, you know what you become? A fucking a beast. So yeah. like, like right the only difference between us. <laughs> and it's it's not like we're going to, to you don't go to ape, you go to wolf. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's weird how you just skip like four evolution. I'm, I'm not saying that, that apes from wolves. I don't want to any scientists out there, but yeah, it's like you can go from human to fucking rabid dog. <laughs> yeah, you do you are so right. I mean you skip right to raccoon. And you know, yeah, yeah. Aside from the racist undertones, I was gonna yeah. say, God damn it, we should have a raccoon. It's really cool. They're cool animals. Why do you have to call us that? That sucks. I like those things. They got little hands. They have little hands, Peter. Hands and masks. Uh, yeah, dude, they're. I mean, they're the perfect animals. I get it. They're perfect for racism. That's, no, no, no. That's what they say is is going to happen. Like they're they're then if we all die out, like if we nuke ourselves into oblivion. They'll be around, and they'll be the next thing. The next big thing is raccoons. Yeah, that makes sense. It'll be raccoons with roaches as pets. <laughs> Walking. <laughs> yeah, raiding the Peeps factory. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. Uh, t- to be a raccoon in, in the apocalypse would be uh, just... Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. All uh, right, so I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Uh, I think it's the question you have for me. What do we do with the police? What does, what does ample reform look like from your point of view? Because I don't think I know that. What I've heard is for nonviolent stuff or for um, like not, there's no weapons or anything like that as far like. Uh, yeah. 
maybe not domestic but, abuse because domestic abuse you need enforcement you need to to lay down the law oh yeah um but for like no shoot that dude in the hand like, but just the hand then leave or a, shoot him in the or a guy falling asleep in the park in in, in the wendy's drive through take your chances and just go, just go knock on hey you're drunk and you're just c- come here bro like and then get get your partner to go get the get their car and park it somewhere and like sit them down and say like look you broke the law so we're gonna have to take you in we're, we're not trying to fight you or, or we're not we're not here to to do anything malicious but you you broke the law yeah. we have to take you in we're not aggressors with guns yeah, here to scare you <laughs> like, but you fucked up so let's let's worry about that tomorrow go sleep it off put handcuffs on you because I, I've heard something about handcuffs being racist. I don't. I don't know. It's. It sounds handcuffs like, being racist. It sounds like a reach. Like, oh, it's like the chain, the new, the new shackles. It's like, no, it's really fucking effective. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no, they are. They're a very effective tool. I think. Um, yeah. If you associate like the imagery, yeah, for sure. And it would be harder to associate the imagery if they weren't like disproportionately putting the people who were in chains, maybe in you chain. know back in chain yeah like i get why someone would say that like that that does sound like a reach because it doesn't mean they're inherently racist of course I, that's, that's another, just they're still using them to those same racist ends a, is problematic a, i get that thing i don't like about this oh wait, not that i don't like that this is all coming to light but like the way it's being hijacked i hear what you're saying it's like <laughs> like the guys that are that are like hijacking like you know like the chains you got to look at the imagery the word play and then the, yeah you know what it is because so many white people have discovered this for the first time that they're like oh shit so he was dead the whole time in the sixth sense that means this and that and that we're like dudes yeah but like so what look we're trying to say yeah like look we know and like that's super duper you've learned this i assure you ruins it with lady in the water (laughs) (laughs) yeah it gets worse from here so like just like strap in all so we're saying the peak and then everything after that's kind of bullshit but yeah, yeah like i don't need marshals to tell me they're with me as a black person like great marshals that's super duper but i already understood by your prices that you were with me as a black person what yeah. i'm trying to get done <laughs> oh i thought you meant like u.s marshals i'm like we're with oh. you we hunt uh criminals and <laughs> dead or alive but you know like we're with you yeah, but the u.s marshals only hunt Prison escapees because they work for sheriffs no, and uh, sheriffs run they, prisons, right? They hunt fugitives. So yeah. I, either. Oh, I said prison escapee prison, thinking. That okay. Is fugitive. Fugitive. That is fugitive. Yeah. Uh, also, you ever see that, that show? Uh, what was it? The Fugitive? No. Uh, oh. Justified. Oh, I love Justified, bro. That shit is so good. Oh, good. Dude, it's so good. He's he's great. You got bourbon yeah. every episode. You get, yeah, that's uh, such a solid show. Not like every time, and it's that's what what's what we want um, in TV. But speak, going back to to the police, like they canceled cops, so maybe there's maybe they got a plan. Maybe they, you know what? And I oh no, they're like, well, we don't want this shit caught on camera. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Because like, we about to go wild. <laughs> this is going to be different nowadays. No more cops. We're not going to have cops. We're going to have peace officers. I think peace officer needs to be an official like branch of 
of law enforcement. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be super? Like beat cops that are just peace officers. And then you, like, if there's a weapon or some kind of shit like that. Yeah. Like we'll call the headbusters, bro. And yeah. you don't want us to call them. You yeah. know what they do. <laughs> and I mean, if we're looking, <laughs> if we're looking at like, you know, top peak physical stuff, they're all going to be black guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. like that's just, come on. <laughs> Yeah, because even the peace officer, they'll be like, oh, I can subdue this meth addict. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I got that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you want the, t I mean, no, I'm just, I'm of course kidding. There are plenty of like apt athletes that are not black, but like. Uh, yeah, but like six. Hey, man. <laughs> Sorry. Bruce Jenner, before he went all topsy-turvy on us, he was. He could probably still burn me in a hundred. I mean. Or Shmi, I don't. I think Shmi, very fast. Oh, By the way, audience, I'm not laughing at that. I was laughing at a separate thing that happened in the bathroom that I've now moved to because it has better lighting. He was he was laughing at Bob Hoskins and Hook. That's what. He was <laughs> wow, that's always going to be my go-to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> Bob Hoskins was great. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, there's there's crazy like I I don't well I mean think about what else this is it's a bunch of people locked in a house for months now it's been a while and yeah, you, huge part of it and you say if you're outraged you can go outside and interact with people <laughs> and there and also like I the protests there's a there's a COVID going on. Maybe yeah. I, we have the best idea for not spreading an infectious disease. Yeah, I, but I mean, Orange County was like, hey, y'all can go to the beach. We don't give a fuck. So, like. Yeah, and Riverside okay. County, same thing until Gavin Newsom shook his pussy at us and said, you have to wear a mask <laughs> inside again. And it's like, oh, this sucks. Uh, yeah, what, what I don't get is like, uh, maybe, you know what? Sorry, this is my privilege speaking. <laughs> uh, maybe other people aren't as fashionable as I am. I think a mask is an extra opportunity for fashion. It's an extra way to express yourself. Fucking go do it. Like, that's what, look, so, you know what? You you think, put don't tread on me on your mask. Boom. There you go. Uh, nigger stink and like, I love, Modelo um, is the only Mexican thing I like. Put that shit on your mask and then like, boom, there you go. Kung flu fighting. Yeah, boom. All that kind of shit. You guys, you they really it. just. By the way, I, know, man. I said Kung flu to my Chinese friend <laughs> way before. The Good move. Said it. No, way before that fucking president guy said it. And I was, I, that son of a bitch. I came up with it. And I. He, wasn't, he wasn't one of the martial artist uh, Chinese guys, was he? No, he is uh, <laughs> decidedly not. He's a math one. No, he's a business tie, a Taiwanese business one. Oh, uh, so one yeah. of those who still has cash, dude. This guy has a Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. He oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, dude, I do. I forgot about him. You're still friends with him. Yeah. Okay, you could say that to him. I understand. Yeah, you could say that to him, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and he might come back and say something worse. 
Uh, yeah, very pro-Trump. Very- uh, yeah, yeah, I, I remember that fellow. Communist, but I think for a good reason. His family fought the Red Chinese, and uh, dude, his uncle. Uh, I was I was riding home with him, and uh, did I ever tell you the story about riding home with uh, Uncle Philip? So and his name is not. <laughs> it's like Benyon or something. Oh, but he used to fill all. He used to feel everybody up. No, no, no. That's just they. They picked like Charlie is definitely not. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. It's something very different. <laughs> but uh we were we were coming he lives in the trees yeah. sorry go on i was at the time i had the dui so i was i was riding my bike everywhere and uh i he's like i give you a ride home i i need to go to to uh on uh, he's going to ontario or something like that for a okay i got a real problem with the accent but go on <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna plow through this yeah 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 i'm trying not to do it but if you've ever heard him dude he would come into the store every day because he would he would bring change for for the tills and he would go hello it was the okay thing all right so he had a personality he was all right all right so it's, it's part of his personality i'm not i'm not gonna do it anymore because it'll distract <laughs> from the story but like he was telling me the story he's like i was on the beach and uh, i was serving my mandatory mandatory time or, or whatever in the uh the taiwanese army and mm. it, he's like i thought i saw something out on the beach and I went to my commanding officer and he said, oh, he's like, you saw something? He's like, yeah. He's like, machine gun that whole area. Just machine oh, gun. Oh, my shit. So he, he takes the machine gun. He's like, I killed 24 red Chinese. How do you know? Because they found them all. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. Uh-oh. You killed all of them by yourself. And he's like. Uh, I went to the, uh, he's like, I met the president of Taiwan or whatever they have. And uh, he's like, you get to go home early. <laughs> wow. So he got, he got a, a reduced time in his, in his army stint for, uh, wow. for uh, serving the greater good of Taiwan. For, yes, for something of a, uh, a genocidal attack on the fly. It wasn't genocidal. He was killing other Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, we are the yellow Chinese. <laughs> He's like, I can't tell which one. The red Chinese. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have come fled here and bought a Tesla too. Yeah, dude. Okay. Freaking Uncle Philip, man. He's, he's a trip. But yeah. Um, what do you think we do about the cops? Um, so, like I said, I don't think it's just like more training, more money. I think that's like, uh, that's, kind of secondary um that's giving them a different way to still like perform to the end that we say is all right right i mean we all know how police started so maybe we give them an actual like actionable mission of protecting and serving because you know it's like though their cars say to protect and serve like you know just law wise they don't have to do that um that's literally like described as not their job. So even if a cop sees you in the middle of a struggle with someone they know is the criminal, they don't have to do shit. Like they're not actually there to protect you. They're really there to make sure that A and B are done if someone reports it after this point. Or then the, the crazy second part is to serve their own purposes and do whatever the fuck else they feel <laughs> like in the name of the law, <laughs> which is like, 
a wild job description, but like that's literally how we have it written. It kind of so, goes, it goes back to what is justice? Like what is righteousness? What is yeah? Uh, yeah. It's, it's uh, I I think there are objective things that are righteous and, and just, but it's a subjective thing. It's a subjective thing to other people and, and to what, like, you know, it's like, uh, um, in certain cultures you can, uh, you, you know, you can eat dog <laughs> or you can, uh, yeah. or horse horse is another thing. Like it's really taboo in Norco, California, where I'm at right now. But in Texas, it is not. You can eat horse in Texas. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I'm going- like barbecue spots that serve. Yeah. Yeah. It's the thing. Dude, I'm eating a horse in Texas. Yeah, I'm, no, you can. I'm going there uh, for work sometime. So yeah, you can eat horse here. Just culturally, like people don't like eating horses because they're like animals we actually use as tools. So how do you get people to like maintain the tools that we needed to grow a country? Tell them, oh, it's gross to eat that. But like, also, I mean, it's the same as eating any fucking well, thing. Who the fuck cares? It's good if you're anemic. It's high in iron. But yeah, like very lean. Because if you grew up in the North Pole, you'd be like, ooh, eating Santa's reindeer is weird. But like here, we have deer turkey all day. That's a bad example because it's fanciful. But, you know, like. We don't eat narwhal, yeah. but as yeah. love narwhal. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I remember the picture from back in the day is like, uh, you know, they cut out the blubber and they take it, they eat it raw. It's crazy. But it makes sense. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's cold. You're uh, <laughs> fatty to keep yourself you know warm <laughs> other than eskimo brothers stuff i don't yeah no yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah no i would say the real goal is one really defining so that both the public and peace officers know exactly what their job is because that's the other thing is a lot of people think that cops' jobs are to like intervene with ongoing crimes and like protect you and, so, and like that's legit not their job um like catching bad guys they feel like is their job and to a certain degree, so do cops, but then there are crimes that go like kind of completely unenforced. And I don't mean unenforced, I mean just like not solved, you know, like the amount of like rape kits we have, right? Like it's a thing. We solve like 20% of rape cases when yeah. it's like, oh shit, you usually have witnesses for those, right? Like, or else you wouldn't know, but like they don't care about those, but we as uh, people do. I, you know, man, the body has a way of shutting down legitimate rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, remember that? Like those kinds of things are the things like I shudder to think in the future. Our kids yeah. will read them and be like, okay, so wait. Yeah, so this guy what? thought that rape could never end in conception when it is literally they forced conception. <laughs> <laughs> no, the body cuts yeah. that down. It's not like the, the human race propagated that way or anything like that. Yeah, so maybe that literally means communication with a community to know like what they think needs to be enforced or followed up on or like as a priority and what like they don't give a shit about and is just feeding into a prison system, you know, like that kind of stuff. And I feel like that's a, we're, I I felt like we were pretty far away from that, but we're actually with like three more communities opening up to community policing in the past week. I think uh, we're actually getting closer to there. I'm shocked. Uh, Corey told me today, I didn't even know I was sitting on the can. And she literally knocked on the door to tell me that Colorado is one of the first states to pass. Um, they ended qualified immunity. So that's another one is the fact that when your protectors uh, become your assailants, 
that you can actually go after them like you could any other person in the world or yeah. country. I mean, we have great extradition there's, rules there's here. There's got to be some kind of hopelessness that happens when you have no way of like uh, bringing in a justice to someone who is like, you know, you're like, yeah, like you said, it, uh, almost like they're superior to you in every every legal way. Yeah, I would still say I'd say it's still crazy that uh, cops um, can have sex with someone who is in custody and it's not considered rape. Uh, it's pretty wild to me. Uh, I do think that wait, any what? you know like wait 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 we're rewind re, 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 what oh yeah yeah no they they found in New York um and this was like the state attorney um yeah they were like well. It's not such a power dynamic that someone couldn't say no and not fear for their immediate life. So uh, if you consent to sex with an officer while you're in custody, it's actually fine. And like, and officers know this. Yeah, they can, they can fuck whoever they want in custody. Uh, so I think it was consensual. I'm going to become a uh, police officer. <laughs> yeah so a constable on a constable on patrol if, if, uh, if there is a, a position where i don't have to do anything but i could still get that consent yeah quote unquote no i'm i'm joking that's trip that's a trip dude like i did not oh yeah no that. no i mean we've really bent over backwards legally to allow police officers kind of just I don't, just ultimate leeway. So like, those are kind of the first things I think you need to get rid of. Uh, so you get rid of those and then you go into the negotiation discussion with local communities as to like, all right, what do you guys actually care about? Like, you know, like, I think that's super important and a few places have done it. And then of course, crime goes down significantly because there are things that like they don't, give a fuck about his crimes but become crimes so that we can enforce them and fill jails because we need to yeah. and fill prisons because we need to but if the community steps up and you've given them a voice to say hey that's not something we give a fuck about why would anyone and they're like yeah no it's not anything anyone cares about but it helps us meet these quotas then those are the kind of things you can start systemically like quotas rid of. is also retarded you need to like yeah yeah quotas in and of themselves are an issue yeah, any kind. I mean, unless you're trying to fill an order at a factory, quotas are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean, that's kind of like, uh, what do they make like three grand per bed per year or something like that? They that private prisons rent out to the mm -hmm. so so they have to fill them and keep them filled. And the easiest way to keep them filled is people who've been in them before. Yeah. Like it's uh, yeah, it's a terrible. I mean, it really is just it's, like it's what do you call healthcare. it? Healthcare. It's not a cold call. What's the opposite of a cold call? Yeah, again, yeah, it's a war. It's a warm lead. Yeah, it's a warm lead. Yeah, it's like oh, they'll fuck up again eventually. Yeah, this, guy, this guy is walking around. Let's see if he's got. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if he fucks up. Like yeah, you have, and then like now once you've got a predicate felon, someone who's committed a felony, and then any other crime, you're like, all right, they're good to go. Like we can keep them pretty much forever listen predicate you're getting grammatical on me <laughs> uh, yeah i mean again it's a great system if your goal is to feed money to people who 
yeah. who like make money off of this. But if it's to stay safe, then it like literally doesn't make any sense to have a force that can terrorize your community yeah. in order to make money for someone else. Look, if it was making my money and that money was spread throughout the community, maybe we'd say, hey, fuck it, sacrifice them. You know what? This money comes back to us, but that's not how it works at all. So fuck the whole thing. So in like a black community, uh, are there a lot of gun owners as far as like law lawful gun owners? That no, because the only laws they let pass for gun control first were that if you've, you know, been through this part of the prison system or the, the justice system, then like you don't get to own a gun, right? So usually if you're going to make a law, you make it affect the, the weakest class first, the people with the least influence. And no, nah, man, you I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised to learn that like, a lot of us are not able to own guns, right? As as a minority class, why would you want them armed? Like, or legally armed? Uh, do you think that there might be some reform where that will be more possible? Because honestly, like, white people feel safe because a lot of us have guns. A lot, a lot of us are armed to the teeth, and mm -hmm. uh, for no reason other than it's America. You can, yeah. I, I honestly, and I may be an outlier here, I feel like it's much more important uh, to, to kind of roll back the disenfranchisement of voters so that there's a more representative democracy uh, than to restore gun rights to minority groups. I do think that would be step two. Um, you know, I think uh, it was Michael Che. I just watched that special again this week, uh, who said it like, well, if rule number one's gonna be, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Rule number two is going to be, <laughs> I get to have as many guns as I need. Yeah, so, is. yeah, I do think that's important. But yeah, honestly, I do think first it's important for people to be able to, like, actually represent themselves and the, uh, in and leadership. Kind of, yeah. And that's before you know, defending themselves individually. That's probably why the protest popped off so, so hard this time is because there's there's only so much disenfranchisement a minority group can take. You know? Yeah. I mean, think about white people, white Americans forget so readily that like, uh, you know, we were once British and we didn't like it. So we came here and then we were, you know, disenfranchised mm -hmm. <laughs> and to death and with, you know, without any representation and, um, yeah, look what happened there. We, we got violent and we had our revolution and, uh, Things are going swimmingly for, you know, us right now, but I, yeah. <laughs> and that was over taxes. So <laughs> bro, stamp, fuck that. Nope. Uh, yeah. The T. The T. whose face is on this fucking stamp. You don't think that means something? We need to burn their governors to death and then cover them in feathers and then ship them back to them. Yo, what? That's a wild plan. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> that sounds tight. Dude, that does sound dope. Dude, to, to get all uh, Japanese on them, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, really their means were, they, they really jumped the shark immediately. So. Dude, that's that does sound very Japanese. They're like, to chop them up and tar them and for then. <laughs> like, your guy with their. Yo, wait, what? So we're going to tar them and then they die. And then we put feathers, but they're already dead. Yeah, but let's send a message. What message does that say? 
listen, you're out. You're out of the Sons of Liberty. You're out of the group. <laughs> All right. Attitude, <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know what? You know what, Crispus? We're gonna let them shoot you. Crispus. <laughs> Mr. Addicts. <laughs> Dude, back in the day, like they had fights on the, the floors of Congress with like sticks. <laughs> yeah. What's the I mean. Dude, remember uh, uh, Hamilton shot Burr in the streets? <laughs> Gunfight yeah. in the streets, bro. And then they're like, don't make fun of people's kids because their kids were... Listen, Alexander Hamilton would have beat, would have beat his opposing governor's kid <laughs> with a hickory stick, all right? He preferred hickory. We know what he preferred to beat people with. What's like, it was a thing we know about him. And then what's her ass? Kathy Griffin holds up a fake, like it's dramatic. It's a dramatic yeah. redhead. And then it's like, nah, too far. Can't. <laughs> Cancel culture goes both. It, it's bad both ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, it's super lame, you know, except for rapists. <laughs> we should. Dude, you hear about Danny Masterson? Well, you know what's funny? So last week uh, we were watching Face Off. While we were on our road trip, hell yes, hell because John, I'm the type of person to tell my family, "Well, you guys haven't seen Face Off." They're like, "You've known us our whole familyhood. You know we haven't seen Face Off." Like we're watching it, and then Denny Masterson tries to, you know, rape uh, Archer's girlfriend uh, while, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, while. Nicholas Cage is in the body of Archer. We don't need to get too far into the plot of Face Off for this. No, no, there's never too far in. No, he does. He beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, pulls him through the car window and we, through the Corey said what when? Yeah, <laughs> I think she said why when uh, he punched through the window to pull him out. Because <laughs> daughter, you could open the door. It would have made a lot more sense. I love his. I love his fucking line. You, if you dress like Halloween, ghouls will try to get into your. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could eat a peach all night, but let me, I'll finish. Um, So I was like, isn't that funny? You know, like Denny Masterton was cast as the rapist when, you know, it's Denny Masterson. And she was like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, remember how he, all those women said he raped him in the Church of Scientology? She was like, I have not heard of that. And then this week, two days ago, I was like, so guess what's in the news, Corey? (laughs) Charged. Is it 23 year old and two 28 year olds? Yeah, Hollywood. It's a little late, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, and I think this will be like the first time that they've actually dragged the Church of Scientology kind of into a case like that. Because, like, when you have those kind of power dynamics, and you've got like a kind of a mysterious sort of cultish religion, like it's bound to happen at some point that either like, someone thinks you're those kinds of people, or you are, and someone finally gets to say it. We'll see. <laughs> there's, I mean. I, I'll give I'll give religious like naysayers the benefit of like a, a lot of religions are very weird and like their power structures are odd and the money is like you know where does it go? Shadowy, yeah, yeah. But um, Scientology is especially so. You know what I mean? I mean, he literally wrote it like a lazy kind of like he was like, you know what? If I can get away with this, then fucking bro, I got it. Like, I can do whatever. <laughs> on a yacht <laughs> uh-huh yeah i was just gonna say let's go out to international waters that's where we'll have our bro <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys come up with the name i know what it is yeah i know what we're doing <laughs> yeah dude uh fucking xenu 
that was the weirdest thing when you when you actually find out the doctrine it's like <laughs> yeah oh, well. how how ridiculous it is and how yeah, many praise you know. yeah praise you and uh, with that uh we were we were probably over our time but that's good you know <laughs> It's it's a Juneteenth miracle. We went <laughs> accidentally just fucking shot past an hour. Um, but yeah, dude, um, Juneteenth is a very significant day. I think we- In conclusion, 2020 is the year that people learned about Juneteenth. Yeah. Like, it, you know, en masse. So- Only 55 years afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thumbs up. We got that done. Yeah, dude. Um, any closing remarks? Um, you know what? From our last conversation, the one that sucked. Uh, oh man, yeah, we kind of we we were not having a good time. <laughs> good. Yeah. Aside from the the technical difficulties, and then uh, just yeah. we had the we had a conversation first, and then uh, drank, and then it just got. <laughs> it just got yeah, Corey wasn't even there. She guessed that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, when I told her, like, oh, we're gonna you know like redo this one. Yeah. Uh, she was like, oh, after you lost the first one, the second one, you were probably drunk and it sounded stupid, huh? And then she did our voices. Listen, we were uh, the awesome. drunk man voice. She nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'll, I'll leave you with a yeah. turn a person into an idol, dehumanize them, turn a thing into an idol, dehumanize yourself. And with that, we have uh concluded this episode the 13th episode uh what do you know 13th episode of talking Ooh, about okay it is friday too we have come full circle with this whole thing <laughs> and, uh, yeah um love each other because that's what really needs to happen nowadays and don't be afraid but don't be pushed over either yeah love each other fight for one another yeah. uh love you man Love you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. This has been Talking to the Shit. I'm Pete. I'm Ryan. Good luck. Good night. And I'm fading into the sunset. Ooh.